in the name of Jesus. Wisdom has built her house. Will it be where you dwell? Last year when we covered this text, we specifically looked at the fact that that wisdom is none other than Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is wisdom. He is the incarnate Word. He is the Logos. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And wisdom calls out to you, Come. Come eat of my bread. Come drink of my wine. But sinners, the sinner in you and the sinner in me, wants nothing to do with this invitation. We have more important things to do than to fall at the feet of wisdom, of true wisdom. Instead, we look for wisdom, we look for truth elsewhere. We have more important things to do. We have, we have work to do. We're needed by others. Or my favorite one in the text today, I'm married and have a wife. <laughs> Seriously? It's Father's Day today. A Christian father, a true father, puts Christ first. Wisdom first. Not the wife, not the kids, not the job, not himself. A true father falls at the feet of wisdom, of Christ, and begs of his mercy, of his grace. Desires to eat and drink deeply of this wisdom, that he may be a man that will then serve his wife, serve his kids, serve at his job, serve his country, serve his neighbor around him. If it doesn't begin there, if wisdom is not Christ, and Christ is not wisdom, and if a Christian does not fall at the feet of Christ and of wisdom, then what or who do you worship? We're told the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, not the fear of fill in the blank. Luther speaks this way in his catechism, in his explanation, especially to the Ten Commandments. First commandment, you shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in what? God above all things, which is a really good way for us to examine ourselves, to examine our idols. What, who do you fear, do you love and trust in place of or instead of God, in place of or instead of wisdom, in place of or instead of Christ? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. But how often we look for knowledge elsewhere. Knowledge of our job, knowledge of our golf game, or those of us that might think we have a golf game. Politics, you name it. 
All of us find ourselves in the same place before a most holy and righteous God. And wisdom teaches us that all, A-L-L, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But wisdom has come for you. To invite you, to welcome you, to serve you. We're told in our epistle text for, te- for today, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near. Brought near. Not by your own work, not by your own submission. You've been brought near by the blood of Christ. Thus, even something as tangible and simple as baptism now saves you. Though your sins are as scarlet, white as snow, God does an amazing and miraculous work that you live in daily. And thus, as Luther writes, we return daily to our baptism, to die to sin, to rise to new life in Christ. To put to death the old man, the old sinner in us that has all these other idols, that is looking for wisdom and knowledge, truth everywhere, but what wisdom himself has said. You in Christ Jesus, who were once far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And then did you catch the next sentence in the epistle for today? Because there's a lot of talk nowadays in the news, on your smart devices and phones, and maybe you've participated in your own way, all about trying to find peace. Peace and unity and solidarity, but Scripture, wisdom, speaks this very exclusive truth. Do you believe it? You who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He himself is our peace. You want peace? You want unity? You want solidarity? There's only one place and through one person that such takes place. Through wisdom. Through Jesus Christ, who has shed his holy, precious blood to redeem you, to buy you back. Not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death that that you would be his own, not your own. You see, as Christians, we march to the beat of a different drum. And it means that we must look at all the events in the world and what we are told in a unique way. Through the eyes of wisdom. Through the eyes of Scripture. Wisdom has built her house. Is it where you dwell? Or do you seek peace and unity elsewhere? There's an organization that is at work right now. Their name is front and center on a lot of signs that are taking place as marches and riots. Those who would teach you that wisdom is to be found within ourselves, with all inclusivity, to believe what you want, that there is no such thing as sin, no matters of of sexuality, that it's even okay to rip a little baby out of the womb. It's all about your individual rights. 
and they ask you to stand together to find in your unity now a truth that will change the world. And I would simply ask you this. Do your homework. And then when you hear and read and see these things, to compare that to what wisdom teaches you in Holy Scripture, in God's inspired and inerrant Word. And I would encourage you to stand up for that truth. Because the world in the center would say, God's Word has no say here. These things are more important. We've got other jobs to do. Sound familiar from our gospel text for today? All this other stuff is more important than the truth of God's Word. So we'll sacrifice, we'll fudge a little bit here on this matter or on that matter, but come stand with us. And if you're not, well, shame on you. So pick up your cross, would you, dear Christians? Yes. Love your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor, for your enemies. Know that you will live in this life, and yes, you will be persecuted in some way, shape, or form for your faith, but guess what? No more than what happened to your Savior, who was rejected, mocked, scorned, and crucified upon the cross. He who knew no sin, unlike you or me, who became sin for us that we now might become the righteousness of God. That He might now come and beckon to you and to me, come, come and eat. He breaks into this world still today. Wisdom comes for you, that you would be strengthened in your body, your soul, your mind. Jesus reminds us as well. Lest we think that this unity, this peace is just in this life. He said, I did not come to bring peace, but I came to bring a sword. A sword of truth, a two-edged sword of law and gospel that will come now and, and, and cut out all the sin, all of the false and half-truths. And a sword now that will put to death the sinner in you and in me. And now by His grace, raise you to new life. That you may know that as you do battle in this life, that, that we as a church have a mission that exists still today to speak the truth of God's Word, to identify sin, and above all else, to invite into the banquet. Because the forgiveness that He has won is freely given. Forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation for you. You thus have peace with God through Jesus Christ, your Savior. And because of that, you cling to that peace. You turn to that wisdom to live in this life, to care for your neighbor. Wisdom is here for you. God's house, here for you. To eat, to drink, to have yet hope, to persevere. That's all we need to say about that. In the name of Jesus, amen.